You ready? Yes. Welcome back to another episode of the Will Hill Show. Today I got another one of my comedic friends, Marcus. Marcus, tell the people who you are. How y'all doing? My name is Marcus Hendricks. Oh, wait, hold on, wait. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> how you change your voice like that? What? You got all deep and professional. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? My, my bad, I forgot. Marcus Hendricks. That's my <laughs> job interview, too. My bad. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Go ahead. We just relaxing. We just chilling. <laughs> so yeah, man. I'm Marcus Hendricks. How y'all doing? You know. <laughs> well, yeah. My name is Marcus Hendricks. Uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Will. Oh no problem. No problem, man. Um, we met doing comedy up at Riddles. Yes. How long you been doing comedy? Uh, started in 2013 in June. Man, you remember? Like I do. I, I think I've said this like a hundred thousand times. I do not remember. Like when I started, I just kind of yeah. did the shit. Like, yeah, that's kind of how it happened with me. <laughs> what happened? How, how, how's the first time go? Well, um, well, here's here's the story, man. Um, the reason I started is because somebody kept breaking in my car. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was they threw a brick through my shit three on three separate occasions. God damn, three separate occasions and ripped my stereo out. Jeez. So I got tired of um, buying the new stereo. Yeah. So I told myself jokes on the way to work, so I'd be entertained. So I'm like, so I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if some of this would um, would go over on stage. Right. So I went to watch people first, and I saw who was getting laughs, and I'm like, if he got laughs, yo, I, I know I can get laughs. I right? tell people that all the time. Anytime, like I tell people I do comedy, and they go, oh man, I want to try, but I'm scared. I'm yeah. like, bro, I, I host the open mic on Mondays. I've seen some shit. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Because I'm I'm looking at other comedians, you know, showing up. I'm like. Y'all found that funny? Really? Comedians. Yeah, comedians. Let's <laughs> let's keep be careful using that word. And uh, I'm like, man, I know I could do this. So one day, um, me and my girl at the time, she's my wife now, we went up to, I forgot the name of the bar, but it was on a Wednesday night, and the open mic was in a corner of a bar, and I did like six minutes of some goofy shit that I can't even remember. Yeah. And I got a few laughs. I'm like, okay, cool, I could do this. But the second time was when it went horrible. <laughs> Uh, Bomb on time number two. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Some place called the the Hidden Shamrock, um, up north. Now this is one of the places where I actually checked out. Checked it out. I checked. You know, checked the scene first. Yeah. To make sure it's like would my comedy go over here mm-hmm. or comedy that I had at the time. <laughs> a little few jokes. And I saw what everybody else was laughing at. I'm like, okay, I should be all right. And uh, <laughs> the time it was a Friday night. And, of course, they had a separate open mic going on uh, on another room. It what? Was, it was two musicians playing, so we could hear all the music. Oh, uh, the fuck? And, and, like, come on, man. If you don't have comedy, <laughs> have comedy, have music on another night. Right. So, by the time I got up there, I had, you know, maybe, like, five minutes worth, but I think I only lasted two minutes of comedy. Oh, man. And I remember being in the bathroom, you know, Going over my jokes, looking at myself in the mirror, you know, repeating my jokes, making sure I know this going to hit. Eminem type shit? Hit. Yeah, I know it's going to hit. You know, lose yourself. Like, I was in that mode. Yeah, and, and I lost myself, but not in a good way. And, uh, Got vomit on his sweater already. Right, yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of vomit. I had a lot of, you know, wasn't spaghetti. It was probably, you know, Popeyes or some shit. But, and uh, I just remember that I will never forget the sound, like, to a comedian, silence is the loudest sound in the world. Oh, that's that's worse than getting booed. Like, oh, yeah. Boo. I, I actually, I wanted them to boo me off stage. <laughs> like, Y'all ain't gonna boo? Like, I can help you out. But 
Yeah, they just didn't. And it was right around the time where um, Trayvon Martin got killed. Mm. So I had a joke towards George Zimmerman. Right. So I don't know if there was a bunch of Zimmerman fans in the room. Maybe they was on his side about it. Maybe they just didn't like Skittles. Oh, yeah, oh, something. It was something. <laughs> but it was a you know joke to that effect about you know police brutality and all of that. And they were just like, okay. The hidden <laughs> shamrock. Yeah, no, it's the not like a lot of shamrock. cops probably in there. Hmm? No, was, no. I, mean, I don't. I didn't see any cops, but I'm, maybe it was some, maybe they uncles, maybe they brothers, <laughs> cops or something like that. But yeah, it was all white people and just me. So I'm like, I already had that stacked against me in a way, right? Because they were sure were laughing at each other, but of as course. a brother, it's different rules that they don't tell you about. Of course, of course, so, we always got hidden rules or whatever we doing. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. We don't talk about those though, but. There was a definitely hardcore silence. So if you can survive the first bomb, I say keep going. Yeah. And I was able to walk through that. Because that shit sound like Hiroshima. Like, oh, that shit hurt. That, <laughs> that hurt me too. Because my wife is in the back watching the whole thing. Oh. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking I'm so confident that I'm going to be all right. How but, was the car ride home? I mean, she talked me through it. That's why I married her because she's so supportive, <laughs> you know. She could have been like, you know, we should do something else. That you right. Share, right? Let's, uh, <laughs> she could have went there, but she supported me. She's been, she's still supporting me through this. And, um, I mean, she just helped me through it. I think if it wasn't for her, I probably would have stopped because, you know, that was that was painful. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, for your second time? Second time. Jeez. You usually get, like, pity laughs. I didn't even get that. <sighs> Fuck. And my wife said she gave me some pity laughs, but I didn't even hear them. No. All I could hear was the silence. Because you, you know her laugh. So, like, psychologically, <laughs> that shit didn't count. It was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like, no, I, I know you're trying to help me, but I'm trying right. to get these other motherfuckers to do something. Right. And I, and I didn't, the silence was so loud, I didn't even hear her. I'm like, baby, I didn't even hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and remember they, uh, the first joke you wrote? I have no idea. But it was probably something nasty. <laughs> probably something nasty. I know it was. Because I pay attention to what I. You've heard what I say. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing it was nasty. I actually can't remember what it was. <laughs> but but I, if they laughed at it the, the Wednesday night, the first time that they, they laughed at the same joke. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I should be okay over here. Nope. I just want to talk about Curtis Ass real quick because I asked if we were ready. <laughs> we get caught and then oh, you're so, adjusting every goddamn thing. So we are ready. It's just for whatever reason, this camera just, when I seen it again, it started looking funny. Uh, uh-huh. So, and then something was wrong with my touchscreen on my camera, so it was uh, not. Fun. Oh, so what was wrong with the light? Just don't right. Look, look, look. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking with him. Um, okay. when was your first show? You remember your first uh, show? Um, what was the name of that place? It was over in Orland Hills, and it was a Wednesday night open mic, and actually, a dude named Ray uh, paid me for my first show. Well, how much you got paid? First show, uh, twenty bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks but I was just so happy to Ray be. Um, he's still around uh, I haven't seen him in a long time uh, since that open mic closed down I don't know I forgot the reason it closed down but no that was a good spot they gave you 10 minutes instead of 5 so I'm like oh All right. shit hell yeah. yeah that's good practice to me hell yeah so he a guy named Ray he gave me my first show so since then what has been uh, like the apex of your comedy career uh, just being able to headline, bro. Yeah. You know, when the, if it doesn't matter if it's, you know, in a bar or a comedy club, just 
headlining. So you got 30 ready to go at all times. 30, 40. I got 45 40. ready to go. 45 ready to go. Ready to go. I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> it's a process. It's a process. Don't get me wrong. I think I could bullshit my way through. Yeah. And like do okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if I sat down and compiled everything. Because I, I got like certain sets in my head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like certain five minute sets. Then you go to Laugh Factory. You got a three minute set. Mm -hmm. Then I got my 10 minute sets in my head. So like I can do maybe two 10 minute sets and if I, you know, I got like 25. Okay. A solid 25 that I know is funny, it's fire, it can go. But, I mean, you know, doing comedy, sometimes the set in your head is not what come out. No. <laughs> no, it's two different speeches, what you practice and what you say on stage. Cause like, you, so. you get up there and you know what you want to say, but somebody could, you get a heckler, Mm -hmm. uh, you could see some somebody before you could have said something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That could have been like your whole premise Ooh, on I one of your jokes. You'd be like you, you mother. <laughs> yeah, I hate. Ugh. I got to change. That happened to me recently, man. <laughs> I had a joke ready to go, and somebody said something similar. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ready for a special? Um, yeah, I could do one. It'd be like Alan Ford, shoot your own special. You know, yeah, yeah one not, second man. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not, man? Well, I know I said 45, but I could do 60 if I wanted to. Ooh, so it's just, it's just a process, man. You got to sit down. You got to dedicate yourself to writing and wow. taking your ass to, to the open mics. Like, that's the part I got a problem with. I don't go to all the open mics. I should. Nah, but me I'm neither. always writing, though. Would you say your strength is writing? or I would say so. Yeah? Yeah, because I write screenplays. I write Oh, just to say you write more than comedy? Yeah. I actually, I used to be a musician. I used to be a songwriter. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. But Anything I, we heard? No, and I didn't want you to hear it either. Um, <laughs> I recorded a whole album and everything. And, okay, um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, no, 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 I ain't got nothing to know Eddie. <laughs> like you, I heard how I sounded on the album. I'm like, why did nobody tell me that I sounded like this? <laughs> I sound like a cat raping another cat with COVID-19. So I was with like, COVID-19. Oh, uh, <laughs> let me just let me just tell these jokes. <laughs> and I played for a long time, bro. I was playing guitar. Oh, you, I was playing uh, guitar. Yeah. yeah, I was playing acoustic, acoustic guitar. And um, I got one. Prove it. Where is it? It's in the closet. We'll do that after. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you was gonna be ready like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's up? He said, like, come on. I got, I got a pick right here. Don't right. You? <laughs> come on, dude. Let's go. It's my lucky pick. <laughs> Just in case. Um. What would you say is your biggest influences? What 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 drove you to comedy? Other than the people still in the radio, you ain't had nothing else going on in your head. But um, man, I always got to start off with. Even though I think Dave is my favorite comedian, I got to start with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy, Delirious, and Eddie Murphy Raw was probably my first introduction to comedy. Um, a little, Richard Pryor was a little past, you know. Yeah, a little bit past my like before my time. I should yeah, before, say before, yeah. So Eddie Murphy was first, then came Martin Lawrence, then uh, Chris Rock, then eventually, you know, um, went over to Dave. So it was, a, it was a bunch of people, man. Who's like your favorite comic that no one knows about yet? That no one knows about yet? Yeah, that's no. not that's not mainstream, but you think should be should be a household name. Um, that's tough, man. Because the, the people that I like are pretty much like Dion Cole his name doesn't get mentioned enough he should be mainstream mainstream I, I think like he's there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's definitely I've met him he's incredible man so I think his name should be up there like I know people always mention Dave but yeah. he should be up there Dion mm -hmm. Cole like yeah. he's, he's incredible and another one he should be more famous than he is Godfrey yeah. I've seen him uh, in Chicago Chicago twice and he's 
amazing. It's I, like, thought, I'm, I, I think he is a nah, pretty big name. No, he gets he sell out. Only only reason he ain't as big sell out arenas, not a sellout. <laughs> no, no, no. He t- he touched topics on his podcast and in different interviews that you know people don't want to touch, so they don't want, they don't really want to touch him. I feel like that. I feel like him speaking his mind honestly about shit is what makes him not be as big as he should be. Because mm-hmm. everybody else, they they step, they you know they they. Walking on eggshells, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not him, not him. He keep it all the way, honey. <laughs> right. And I think that's what went down with uh, Paul Mooney because Paul Mooney had no filter. He he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he just yeah, said nah, whatever. That's, I think Paul Mooney is like in a class of his own. Yo, yeah. Of putting their foot in their mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just had that, you know. He had this thing about him. He's like, dude, I can't filter myself. Yeah, I can't. Say then he wrote for the greats too. So. I gotta say, huh? I say then he wrote for the all right. the greats. Like, right. Everybody, you name your greats, your top, especially the ones that was like before our time. Right. Like, he wrote half of they shit. Like, right. <laughs> Ari Spears said it best: "You a bad motherfucker when you writing for other, other bad, bad motherfuckers." motherfuckers. <laughs> so like, you gotta be great, man. But yeah, and I would say Paul Mooney is an early influence of mine as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get into Paul Mooney to like well after Chappelle show. Because like, I don't know, I kind of just jumped in like Cannonball, like rental yeah. comedy, right? Um, I feel like I was always like that funny dude, the likable guy. And I mean, knowing what I know now, that does not always translate to being a comic. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. you could be the funniest man in a room, but then when you got to get on stage and there's no instant feedback, you're not having a conversation with somebody. Right. You have to get up there and entertain. It's, it's different. Oh, yeah. Um, and the crowd is unpredictable. unpredictable oh, yeah. Man, so you just don't know. You never fucking know. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> just, and to me, that's the fun part, though. Like, it can be. Because like, I'm still early on in my career, so like now I'm looking like now I'm wanting more challenging areas. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, so now I'm you know hitting different mics, going way up north, going out west, and just just getting the vibe of the yeah. whole entire Chicago scene. Yeah, bounce around um, a little bit. Man, the, the all white rooms are different though. <laughs> yeah, the stuff they laugh at. Yeah, the energy is. Oh totally my different. gosh, I, man. Because I've tried some of the stuff that went over with white people, and I tried it on black people, and they were like, nah. <laughs> right. <laughs> really, like, nigga? <laughs> That's why they say a lot of people, a lot of black people didn't get on Chappelle until the Chappelle show, but he had done uh, uh, specials prior to that, right? Mm-hmm. So, hey, some stuff, you know, just take more time. Yeah, nah, some right. stuff do just got to grow. Um, but. I don't know, man. Yeah. And I think, like, because I, I did hear this. Like, a lot of black people didn't gravitate to Dave Chappelle until Chappelle's show. Yeah. Yeah. But you watch Dave's early, you know, early stand-up. It's a lot of white people in the audience. Mm-hmm. So, it just takes time, bro. You know, you're not going to please every. You're not going to please everybody regardless. Never. Never. You can't. That's, that's one of the greatest lessons you can learn as a comedian, no matter how funny you are. Yeah. People are gonna look for a reason to hate you. Oh, I mean, you could just be search high and low. You could be killing it. You could Somebody's be crushing just not it. gonna like you. Yeah, they be like, "Why is this guy funny again?" I don't. And the, mo- the moment the the quick the quicker you become okay with that, the better off you'll be. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I had to learn to be be cool with that because um, I had this. You know, I had this like, okay, I want to be universally funny. Did it bother you at first? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, you know, naturally you want to please everybody so you can keep yeah. working. You know, no one of the reasons. But eventually you got it. And I think Bernie Mac said it best. And it was, this was part of a movie when he was in House Party. He was like, if people don't like you, 
What did he say? Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> like, that's an unintentional, inspirational scene. You know? It was for the movie, but that's great advice for comedy. For real. I mean, just in life in general, but especially in comedy. Because uh, I've already had somebody tell me I'm white people funny, not black people funny. I think the same dude probably told me somebody else the same <laughs> shit. I was standing there. He was talking to somebody else, but I'm, I'm listening to him. I'm like, I almost wanted to be like, let me pull you to the side for a second. Let's right. have this conversation. But it's like I feel like I'm funny for everybody. But he the said fuck? it to this other to this white girl that was standing next to him. He's like, he's white funny. He's See, my my thing is, <laughs> hood funny is not getting you nowhere. Okay, uh, a hood a hood ass comic who can't not swear every other word and all you talk about is your food stamps and shit like that. Yeah, you you go you go get on some stage, you go get on some mics. But as far as making it out of the hood, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's just my humble opinion. Um, Cause it'd be those hood ass comics who be like, "Oh, you made some white people laugh. You white funny." I'm like, "What? Right. I don't. I, that's, why that's I gotta some ignorant shit?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost had a conversation with dude, but I'm like, "Let me just let that slide." Yeah, no, I, I know me. I know how funny I could be to everybody, and I've you know I've had all black crowds. Who yeah, just, you know, like laughing their asses off. I'm like, "What are you talking about, bro?" I mean, because <laughs> most comedy is talking about your lived experience, and I've been black my whole life. Right, plan on being black for the future. So like, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I've been black I mean, a I, time, I, bro. I, I, I didn't I, grow up in like a white neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not black with white man mannerisms. Even my, right. even though my best friend is white, and okay. it's fine. Um, we grew up on you know we polar opposites, but we come to a common ground, and you know we able yeah. to talk about things. And it's my best fucking friend. Okay. Um, See, I've had um, I've been accused of sounding like a white boy. So <laughs> maybe that's what he was alluding to. Because people hear my dialect and how I talk, and it's like, you got white friends, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got white friends. <laughs> yeah, I don't was, know, that man. I, I think that's come. disturbing to say about people, though. That's, I, mean, I don't know. I do my absolute best not to say someone is not funny, right? Mm-hmm. I go well on my way to be like, oh, uh, I don't think they're funny. Mm-hmm. To be like, because to say, oh, he's not funny is so subjective. Like, anybody could laugh at anything. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, when I was up north with all them, with all the white people, and I'm like, oh, what is, what are they talking about? Right. But everybody in the room was laughing, so I was like, hey, you funny somewhere. Yeah. yeah that's a perfect way to put it. You funny somewhere. You funny you somewhere. Funny to me, but hey, you funny over here. So. Uh, oh wait, you you act too, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you've been, been in front of the, um, some cameras under the knees. Right. What, what you been in? Right. I've been in uh, Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. Doing and, what? Uh, I was a police officer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Twelve. We got twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was a police officer. Um, I was, and this is gonna be funny. I just played a prisoner, and um, forgot the name of the motherfucker. Well, yeah, it's gonna be on AMC. <laughs> it's gonna be on AMC where I play a prisoner. Yes. Any and, speaking uh, roles? Um, I had one line. Yeah. I had one line in, in the. They even because I've been looking online to see when it's gonna. It's called Sixty First Street and it's gonna be on AMC. Okay. And I've actually been looking online to see when it's gonna well, debut. Yeah, but yeah, but I haven't found anything. Oh yet. damn! Open ain't one of the things that just died off. I hope not, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was hot out there, you know. It was, it was I, I had a weightlifting scene. In there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh some. Uh, what's what's that boy name? Played in White Chicks. What's what I do? Brooklyn Nine. Terry Crews. Yeah. Oh, Terry, Terry Crews. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so it's, I got a little TV spots here and there, babe. I'm trying to get get to a point where I can be on television or film every week. I was just say, what? Which one would you say you're pursuing more? It's a damn good question. Um, 
I just think they fuse together, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm equally 50-50. I would love I started, of course, with acting. And um I have my goals in acting, I have my goals in stand-up comedy. So to me, they go hand in hand. Hand in hand. Okay, yeah. that's what's up. I'm about to talk to you, man, go through some acting shit. I wanna act. I mean, we, okay. we got a production company and we we do short films and okay. all the all bunch of stuff. So we'll be in contact on that stuff. Y'all probably most definitely see Marcus later on and some <laughs> third post media stuff. If he's open and available, I know he's busy. Well, yeah, if I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to your people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can call my people. We'll do lunch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right, he coming in with credits and shit. <laughs> right. uh, dude, uh, we got some Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, half a cup of Hawaiian wings. punch. That's what I can offer you. Hey, hey, hey. That's a start. That's a start. Okay. We can do half of us always. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we go half, we go half, man. Half of the six inch. <laughs> oh, that'll work. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a full cup of juice or no? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> to the brim. <laughs> you ain't that damn good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's jump right into the bullshit. It is spooky season. It is close to Halloween. Let's talk about people calling Michael Myers homophobic. Uh, wow. Have you seen this? I, I saw the article, but I've not seen the movie yet. What 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 do you think? Uh, I'm afraid to say I might get canceled for some <laughs> shit just by talking about it. You can't say shit now. Nah. Um, okay, so wait, I read the article. It was a while ago. Why were they calling him homophobic? Just because he killed a, a gay couple in the film. So we was talking about this a little earlier before off camera, and I'm like. Wouldn't it make him homophobic if he don't kill gay people? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, he's walking around, slash people trying to kill his sister, and then, like, he see a gay couple, he go, nah, I'm gonna go this way. Right. That's, that's homophobic to me. He's yeah. an equal opportunity killer. So, like, everybody gets denied. Yeah, it's just like, like <laughs> you're not exempt because you're gay. It's like, right. you die too, motherfucker. <laughs> so when I, I thought it was a joke when I saw the article. I'm like, come on, man. That's a little too much. I did too, but then I, I kept I, seeing it. No, I think I think most people were just joking. Joking. Yeah. And then you had some people who was Taking it serious. serious. Yeah. The Super Rainbow Crew. Yeah. And that's what's getting the attention. People that's taking that's, it serious. That's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. And, like, yeah. the times we live in where, you know, you do have to be careful not to offend somebody and stuff like that. But for a fictional killer to be called homophobic. Right. It's like, it's a movie, bro. It's like, you want equality, but you don't want to be equally killed in the films. You can be equally killed as well. Man. Right. What you mean? You're a person. Not just a dead person. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I thought that was a little much. That's like the, the community trying to... Um, that now they want to, you know, they've been one. It's a gender neutral Santa Claus. I didn't even hear about that. What have yeah, you heard about that, Curtis? Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people in the community, they want a gender, gender neutral Santa Claus. Like hey, he man, should. If Santa Claus can be black, he could be gay. And <laughs> or trans. Yeah. Or a woman. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, I, like I said, instead, instead of making it a big, a huge fucking issue. Just do it. Yeah, no, got you, the, you can have the power to do it. Yeah. Do it. Right. It's a fiction. It's a fictional person. Right. So right. you could you can tune the narrative yourself. Well, Look at the like comic books. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make Robin bisexual. Uh, Superman, Superman son got a son gay. named he, he bisexual. Might as well make Santa Claus gender neutral. Man, why not? I, I personally don't care. Uh, when I first right. heard about it. I was like a little upset. Then I had I checked myself. I'm like, what the fuck do I care for? Right. Like he's not real. Like, right. Maybe I'd be upset if I was six, but I think I'm past that. that. Santa Claus, right? You know what I'm right. Saying? It's just like I'm, I'm 
way past little Johnny. Uh, <laughs> now he's just claws. <laughs> and it's not a he; it's like they, uh, they, they claws is coming. They claws, yeah. <laughs> they claws is coming to town. So. <laughs> they claws is coming. Uh, he's gonna give you gifts. Elf on the shelf. Uh, right. They're gonna be there watching too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, man. Uh, it's like, is it that important? People are making it that important. Like I understand, you know, representation. You know what I'm saying? Because yes, you know, as as black people, we don't see much representation of us. It is more now than ever. But yeah, yeah. we still lacking in a lot of a lot of spaces, right? Yeah. Um, so it, like I, I understand that and I hate when uh, I'm gonna say I hate it's just like I guess weird for me when they try to equate it to that mm-hmm. it's like bro I can't change black I can't I ain't gonna say necessarily hide it but it's what you see right Right. your sexual orientation is not something I can see right off the top so mm-hmm. it, it has to be said so if there's a non-speaking character and he can't say that he's part of the community then what you because right. you know you want to you want to uh, agenda neutral Mr. Bean, yeah. Like, <laughs> they, dude, they we don't know his arouse. sexual orientation. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're making a rouse, man. They might as well. But, <laughs> I mean, people are gonna want to see representation, but I think you have a lot of people who are just taking it too far. They want to control everything, just like they want to control what comedians say. It's a matter <laughs> of control. That's why people like what happened to so much. Control what you can control. Control what's in your household. Control what you see. Control what you promote. Why you got to control what I see? Like, <laughs> that's, that's the way. Why you got to control what I what I can have in my house? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I wonder do they go to other people's houses and go, "Why you got all this male stuff in here?" I'm like, because it's what I like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like I, I wouldn't judge somebody if I walk in the house they had a sex doll sitting on the couch. I'm like, I would. it over. I would. It's like what? you couldn't move that shit before I came over. I mean, <laughs> wait, they, now, now you know some people who got the sex dolls is that part of their family. You can't tell them to which move is, that person. Which is weird. Yeah. Hey, to each his own. Listen, there's, there's a fucking line. That's just crossing that shit. That's crossing the line that's, that's to have a sex dog. Because I know what you do to that motherfucker, and I don't want it sitting right. You can see my girlfriend. You know what I do? You know what the difference is? That motherfucker can respond if I say hello. <laughs> a sex dog cannot. <laughs> I mean, roll right into the next thing, the metaverse. They might be able soon to say hello back. What are you talking about? <laughs> Have you I, seen Facebook? Change, so wait, are they changing the whole name, getting rid of Facebook? No. I think they are. Or, or it's, no. it's a subsection. So, like, when Google went from just Google to the Alphabet Inc., I think that's what Facebook is doing. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. I could be wrong, but from my understanding, when I'm just seeing everything that they're doing, uh-huh. uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Meta will cover all properties owned oh, by, Facebook. by Facebook. Right. So Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, WhatsApp, all that is under Meta. Meta. Okay. Same thing how YouTube and all their companies is under Alphabet Inc. That's just how they see uh, yes. what they're doing. Metaverse. What, what do you think about the Metaverse? I really don't care. <laughs> Facebook been Facebook for what, 15, 16 years? Before. I'm going to just keep with Facebook and, you know, going about my business. You know. Right, because we still call Google Google. We don't say Alphabet Inc. Yeah, no, I mean, but right. that's, it's, that's still how it's presented, though. It's still presented as Google. I, I guess it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they changed it officially, but all they phone, okay, Google. Nobody say okay, Alphabet Inc. Yeah, people are. I mean, because that's up. still the that's still the product. I mean, because Google is still just a product. Of yeah, Alphabet. no, yeah. So I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, and 
I think that's fine. I don't really care. I'm really <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of like, mm, basically all right. holding on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think the metaverse would be crazy though, like real life Sims. Mm. I don't know. Is don't it like know. that? Like that, that movie Ready, Ready Player, Player One? One? That's, that's what that, that's what is that's what is being perceived as. Cause that's the only or movie like on some surrogate mind. type stuff, just in a virtual world. Because uh, that's the only movie that come to, come to mind when I think about metaverse or whatever. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of just hack in and you got a whole nother... Honestly, they, they got a thing called Second Life. People, honestly, people I'm glad get that, on to do that, that shit. And like, let's say, I'll give myself another 50 years. This shit won't matter because I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't That's care. That's one way to look at it. Half of this shit is Bro, just we, we are living longer and longer every Bro, generation. I don't want to live you're gonna be You're going to be alive for another 50. Once I hit 96, if you're doing... <laughs> I want to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Why? Because... Say, once you hit what? I'm sorry? 96? 96. I want to be the fuck up out of here. So your 95th birthday and you not and you making funeral reservations. Hey, I'm going to take a picture without my grandchildren. <laughs> Put hey. this on my obituary. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I want that, that casket, that solid oak, that's oak. Let me get that oak, that crushed velvet. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to I put on my casket, on the side, all of y'all are in here because of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, all, no, all, all of y'all exist because of my dick. <laughs> damn. <laughs> one way to look at it. Right? <laughs> well, I won't be attending your funeral, so. <laughs> right, right. Right, I mean. Listen, y'all can tell me how it was. <laughs> That's fine. Watch I it on the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I guess I'm going way too far with it, right? Because I'm imagining, like, hey, man, I'm going to do a comedy show. All right, where you got to go? Oh, to the metaverse. Put your VR headset on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a virtual verse. <laughs> so the metaverse today, guys. <laughs> right, right. Take the shit out. Babe, I just killed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had the room going crazy. Fuck yeah. Metaverse. Yeah. She like, no, I had my eyes on. You didn't make nobody laugh. I'm like, bitch, right. why, why you didn't laugh then? If Man. you were there. <laughs> yeah, I just heard about the change yesterday. I was like thrown off like, huh? Meta, meta what? Just meta? Okay. <laughs> just meta. Yeah. But it's like, it's been Facebook for too long for me to be like, okay, my meta friends now. So, But I'm like, now I'm thinking about all the, all the other money people have to spend. People have a house, but then they're going to need a house in the metaverse. They got clothes, but then they got to buy Balenciaga in the metaverse. Uh, <laughs> like, just because you know it's going to be super rich people in the yeah, metaverse. You just got to figure out how to get in where you fit in on the and like investing or, or how you can you, how can you capitalize, capitalize off of it early so that you benefit from it and not just be a. Not just them taking your money. Could you imagine like living in your mother's basement, but then being still being homeless in the metaverse? <laughs> <laughs> you sitting in the basement shaking a virtual cup. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Have any spare Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> any spare Ethereum? <laughs> no, bro. Any Doge? <laughs> Nah, he goes go some Shibu, man. <laughs> oh no. Um, are you into like crypto and all the other stuff? Nah, nah. I'll probably look into it probably after the show, bro. How it's, <laughs> it's so about. many different coins. I don't. I don't. Sometimes it's like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. They got one called uh, Cat Girl. 
bucks a coin. Cat girl. Cat girl. Okay. It's, it's trading like 30 some bucks a coin. Hmm. I said, like, what the fuck? Um, they got something called Love Potion something. Okay. It's, I'm like, what? Like, so anybody can make up a coin. I'm making a coin. Oh, Will Hill what's coin. Your, what's your coin going to be? Will Hill coin. Will Hill coin? Okay. But well, you, like, you, I, I think it's like, it's like I say, it's, with all these coins, I equate to the stock market. It's hella stocks out on the market right now that trade under a dollar. Yeah. They, they shit stocks. It's the same shit with the coin. <laughs> shit coins. Shit coins. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Um, Have you heard about Ice Cube reportedly... He uh, leaving nine nine million dollars on the table. He's supposed to be in, a, in an upcoming film called Oh Hell No, but he's I guess he's leaving the film because he's not vaccinated. Hmm. Well, he's not going to get vaccinated. Okay, sticking to his guns. You would you let go nine mil over vaccination? No. <laughs> <laughs> like I get both of them right now. To, <laughs> I'm not in a position to leave nine million on the table. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take them shots. <laughs> Are you vaccinated? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Well, that's but something. I, I will admit, I was I was skeptical for a while. I, I was going to say, were you, were you pressured into doing it? Or was it something like, you did your um, research, you'd be like, all right, this can't I wasn't pressured. Uh, I, I was nagged a little bit. Right? <laughs> to be. But in the end, I did it, you know, just doing the right thing. Because I'm around, you know, family. I don't want to possibly get them sick, you know, for not being vaccinated. You know what I mean? So... It's just the right thing. And I felt it was the right thing to do. But you got people like Kyrie Irving. I was just say, what you think about Kyrie doing it? I mean, he's sticking to his, they sticking to their guns, man. You can't really hate on them for that. Because at, the reason that I was so skeptical, skeptical, yeah, I can't talk. Skeptical, <laughs> skeptical, I read. Skeptical was because uh, I heard about people still getting sick and still dying after they getting the shot. Yeah, after they getting the shot, after they getting so, the booster. Nothing's 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. Even condoms are 99.9% effective. Right. Like, <laughs> so, still, like, like I read about it. If you get a, the <laughs> yeah. After a certain period, though, it's not indefinite. They say, they say, I think it was like uh, some could slip through. No, nah, I thought I, once you got a vasectomy, is you still have to wait like a few months for what's left not to be active. Maybe I don't know. Because apparently, you still ejaculate. It's just no Ooh, sperm cell. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how we got there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna wait till y'all finish. And we'll come back <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like the one article that changed my mind to not get vaccinated was I read about a doctor who was like the picture of health. He was nothing wrong with this dude, and he took the vaccine and then died. So, <sighs> so I read about that. I'm like, I'm not taking that shit. But was it because of the vaccine, or did he have some other issues? No, he, there was no pre-existing conditions. They said he was all good, and he took the vaccine, and he died. So I'm like, okay, if three people eat, um, die biting the same apple, I'm not going to bite it. Yeah. So why would I do that? No, I don't know, because, again, I'm I'm no medical expert. This mm-hmm. is just my thoughts. Uh, I mean, because getting the vaccine is initially giving you the, the virus uh, at a smaller dosage so your body can learn to fight it, if I'm not mistaken. That's typically... Okay how vaccines work. That's why, like, when you get the flu shot, you end up getting the fucking flu because mm-hmm. the flu is in the shot. It's supposed to be at a smaller dosage so your body can handle it and get used to fighting it. Then they give you the booster. Mm-hmm. Same thing, but at a higher dosage. Again, nothing where you're supposed to get sick. So, CDC says, none of the authorized COVID-19 vaccines in the United States contain the live virus that causes COVID-19. This means that COVID-19 vaccine cannot make you sick with COVID-19. 
COVID. Not with, not with COVID, but they didn't say what else is in there. It's it's. I mean, that's typically because when you get um. But is that pushing them? Is that just pushing the? Because I don't know. Because maybe I'm thinking about it like like anti venom. You get bit by a snake. They need that snake venom to make the anti venom. Right, but we're talking about two different things. You talk about venom versus a a, a, a virus, virus, which is venom not a virus. It's different. So one is secreted from. Uh, you know what? I ain't no doctor. I just know it's the the, the, the same. It's fucking different. One, I mean, one, but okay. So is, they like I said, they created from two different. Okay. Things. I know. I know the flu vaccine got the flu in it. Got got a strain of the flu. I don't know that. I, don't I know that. that. Maybe he's yeah. checking it. The producer is okay. checking. It. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I still haven't got vaccinated, and it's it is not because I got any like crazy reserves about it. Mm-hmm. Just have it. Wait, let's say that again. You, you have not. You have not. Get- no. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you tell me this now, bro? Yeah, no, my bad. My bad. You want me to grab a mask? No, <laughs> I, I sanitize everything over there. You good? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's um. But as far as like Kyrie, I mean. I think it's getting to a point where, like, it's becoming a dictatorship. It's like it's supposed to be a choice, right? But when you're threatening my livelihood and saying I can't do this and I can't do that if I don't, it's like I don't think that's right. Is he letting this team down by not doing it? Yeah. Well, what's the record? I don't know. I don't know. The yeah, but I haven't. I don't really watch basketball. I'm much more of a UFC. UFC guy. UFC fan. What did so. you find out, producer Kurt? Uh, about the vaccine stuff. Okay, so the flu virus. Uh, you write to a certain point. Hey, so, he said right. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's made with uh, inactive viruses with the flu, meaning the, whatever whatever they use to kill the viruses is in the flu shot. It's part of the virus, right? right? Yeah. So, but Again, same same with anti venom. <laughs> you no, use no, the no, venom. But it, I, I guess the wording is. Of course, is it's the wording. <laughs> Man, they can't no, be like. I, I, I wouldn't say that. So, like I said, you got me defending this shit. I'm just, I'm just telling you what's here. That's fine. That's fine. I'm, say what you gonna say. No, no, because my thing is, I, I didn't make a big deal out of the, getting a vaccine was because I used to smoke cigarettes. I didn't know what's, what was in that shit. I take so much. I, I do so. I used to do so much dumb shit. And some of the shit I eat, I don't know. And half of the shit we eat, hmm. fuck the virus. If that shit ain't kill me, the fi- this fucking vi- uh, vaccine ain't gonna kill me. <laughs> so I took the first shot. I didn't fucking complain about it. I, I didn't take it because I like, like oh, I'm gonna just go go and get it. No, my job might have said gotta get it or you fired. But I was gonna get it anyway. Right. It was just I, I just procrastinate. That's it. That's the only mm-hmm. thing it was, it was with me. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I just have not went to go get it. I don't. I don't think it's gonna kill me. I don't. Obviously not. You're here. You're here. And I had the second one Monday. Yeah. Uh, Monday. Yeah. I just, when I kept reading about pending, people that were still getting sick and people dying, I'm like, then why get it then? Like, what's the point? Yeah. But, you know, it's not to prevent you uh, from not getting COVID, just to prevent you from keeping you out the hospital. Right. Just to make it not as severe, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can equate that to somebody got a heart transplant still died. Yeah. Right? Hundred percent. Or they, or they went in there and they fixed something, but shit still went wrong. Complications, yeah. Yeah, shit happens. But the percentage, I feel like the percentage of people who maybe have adverse effect, effects to the vaccine versus the amount of people who they were fine after they got it, or they got a little sniffles or some shit. See, mm-hmm. man, again, I, I'm stuck on the wording because I hear vaccine that means you can't get it. 
Like you get the well, but I, you know what? I, polio vaccine. But I will. Yeah. I will. Anybody got polio? I will tell you yeah. this. The, we have never talked about vaccines or, or none of this shit this fucking much ever since I've been alive. So, but we haven't had a new vaccine since we've been alive. That's what I'm saying. We never had to have these discussions this often or this much. So a lot of this shit is new to me. I don't know, like. The fucking word vaccine is I still I ain't never looked that shit up in a dictionary to see what the fuck it actually mean. Still to this day, and I had got, and I got a fucking vaccine. So, I mean, is the is is it true? Is it the fact that the vaccine is supposed to be the cure all for whatever virus is fighting? I don't know. Is did they tell us that was that the intention of the word being created? Was this mean that that shit is the end all be all cure? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. I ain't no goddamn scientist <laughs> or doctor. I don't know, bro. <laughs> but as far as like Kyrie and Ice Cube, see, here's the thing to allude to your question: they can afford to do that, shit. right? Right. Already, <laughs> I, I love. I'm, I'm right with way. you, yo. Let me. They be like, all right, we got this contract. How many dollars we gotta get vaccinated? Let's go. Right. <laughs> so if you're struggling. You know, it's like, hey, you don't get vaccinated, you can't work here. So it's like, you're not a millionaire if you're not a fucking thousandaire. Yeah. It's like you gotta take the shit. But they shouldn't get to that point, though. It's a dictatorship. Yeah. You know, it's like, let me let it be a choice for me. If I show you a negative COVID test, let me keep working. Right, but don't force me to get the shots. That's what I don't like. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 move right along here. Um, I seen a story. It's a woman stuck with a $3,000 bill, a dinner bill, after her blind date refused to pay. I saw that bullshit. <laughs> for her 23 family members she brought along. A blind date paid for... Woman stuck... With a three thousand dollar bill, it was thirty one hundred uh, bill. After her blind date refused to pay for the twenty three family members she brought along. You, you paying? Hell no! <laughs> I would have left sooner than he did. She goes in with twenty three people we have. I'm I'm out the door. I'd have been like, I'm Will, and oh, wait, right. oh, 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 hey, we we talking? It's, oh no, this this my cousin. Um, oh. What y'all finna do? <laughs> right. And she had the nerve to be upset. It's like, why? Uh, how are you upset? You brought. Bro, it's a blind date. You brought a family reunion to the date. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? That is true. Yo, that's insane. Because, like, that, that's, that, that takes some planning. That is not some, oh, I got stuck with my cousin. Right. No, no. That's no. true. Y'all had to come in separate cars. Right. <laughs> so there's one restaurant, and then you thought this man was gonna pay for that? Come on. Crazy. You need the whole family to check me out to make sure I'm a good guy? I already know you ain't shit. You got your whole family here. Invite me to the barbecue. Fuck you. <laughs> right. I would like, love to hear her thinking, her, her her thought process behind that. Like, what possessed you to think that this was going to be cool? Right. An arrogant, narcissistic person? Oh, my God. 23 so people? Person. I mean, yeah, I can assume all that. I still want to hear her say it. <laughs> right. You never will. She ain't going to say shit. 23 people, that is in access. And I'm like, whew, $3,000 bill. And while y'all sucking y'all teeth and licking the bones, you slide the bill over to me? Right. Come I'll on. be back. I got to go to my bathroom real it's quick. It's like, you ain't even met my mama yet. You want me to pay $3,100 for your whole family? They could have did it like a Thanksgiving dinner or some shit. Thanksgiving yet, but okay, wait a while. Let, let it get there. You it's, don't know me. It's 23 of them. They should be able to cover that $3,000. I, I feel like they all should have been chipping in. If, if you're going to do that shit. Right. I'll pay, uh, no, uh, my part of the bill was $11. <laughs> right. Here's 15 for the tip. Right. I'll catch y'all later. <laughs> 3100 that's a used car. <laughs> that's $3,100. Like, come on, man. 
Like, like were they all females? Cut, cut, fuck all y'all. Right. It was a blind date. He had no clue who he was talking to. Right. Well, who set it up? The blind date. I don't know. They don't say. No. Because whoever set it up got to catch it. Got to go. Got to shoot the family. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't what's what's? I know you married, but what was like the worst blind date you ever been on? Like you ever been like catfished or something? Ooh. <laughs> no, not catfish, not catfish. But uh, and this was probably like I was what fifteen or some shit. Yeah, I don't know if it really counts if you fifteen. A date is a date. Yeah, <laughs> but we were talking on the phone and party she, line. Yeah, <laughs> she had a nice voice. She just had a nice voice. Yeah, right. And uh, we arranged to meet at my friend's house because we were kind of like double date. He was talking to one girl, I was talking to the other. Okay. So, long story short. Um, his girl looked good. And, um, <laughs> mine, my, she told you she looked like Janet Jackson. No, she didn't tell me she looked like nothing. I just assumed she just wasn't what I expected. I don't want to. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just didn't plan on doing anything with her once I saw her. Let's just keep it that way. Wow. And wow. So I'm like, let me see the people I'm going to meet. <laughs> um, meet up with. Because I tried it. I tried the whole blind date thing. But I'm like, let me see everybody first. <laughs> like, in the so, light. Come, come step in the light. Let me see it. <laughs> right, right, right. So, That's like meeting a girl at the club at night. And then you see her the next day at a restaurant. You go, ooh. Right. You are <laughs> well, not who I saw. is a little different. Like you club fine, you're not daylight fine. Can we can we get like some some disco ball lights in here? Right, right, right. Okay. Oh, I remember you now. No. Right, right. Like, oh, okay. What's what about yours? Uh, I don't know. I I the worst again. Like like you said, she just didn't look how I thought she would. <laughs> uh, she looked like an unkept lion. <laughs> she did. It was it was terrible. She had a main man. That's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, it was terrible. Um, yeah, no, nah, she had an unkept look like an unkept lion. That's <laughs> because like she had this big fake hair, right? But then like she had small facial features. Okay. And like, <laughs> like that little face uh, thing that people be doing. Yeah, yeah. So she had a lot of. Skin on her face with no features, and then like a lot of hair, and I was like, "Where are you? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, is oh, your hair small? The hair, your hair big, or you just got a small face? Like, did somebody pull all your features to the middle of your face? But she had like, like I said, she had a lot of face skin, okay. but like that was just blank. Like somebody forgot to put shit there. <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> and so I mean, I felt like I was nice about it. I chopped it up. But uh, it didn't go how she thought it was gonna go, and it's like it's weird because like I still got like my same original phone number, so like every like six seven years she like text me, mm. oh this so I ain't gonna say no names, oh this so and so how you been doing? I go who? Oh you remember uh back in twenty ten twenty ten, you know what year it is right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I lied. It was way older than 2010 because I had just no. I had maybe because I graduated high school in 08. It had to be like maybe 2009, 2010. Somebody right now is putting shit together like bitch. Talk about me. You got a little face <laughs> and big hair. 
I'm stuck on up kept lying. I'm just that, that's what that, wow. I pulled up. I was in my mama car. I pulled up in her car, and that's the first thing that popped up into my head wow. because it was blonde. She had this big fake blonde ass wig, mm. and it's just like oh no. Like, <laughs> like I said, I, I felt like I was nice about it. Like, I was like, "Oh, how you doing? Yeah, I had a good time." No, this is my mama car. She let me drive when she at work and shit. You know what? She about to get off. I'll call you later. Mm, yeah. Have you ever been propositioned? I'm, I'm interviewing. Have you ever been propositioned by someone uh, for a one night stand? For one night stand? Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? Uh, well, I, I mean, I've had one night stands. I got a proposition for one and I turned that down because she was just completely not my type. Okay. I like uh bigger women. That's my type, you know what okay. I'm saying? And she was real petite. She had no ass, she had no titties. Oh. And she wanted me to take her virginity. To this day, I have not had sex with someone who's a virgin. It's just not what I'm searching for. Just you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she was like, Well, I want you to take my virginity. I go, No. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm like <laughs> now, was it just attraction or you didn't like her personality no she was cool people she okay. one of the homies but that was it so like for me I, I think I don't know tell, tell me if I'm lying so <laughs> when a man friends on a woman it's over that door is closed it is shut there's no opportunity mm-hmm. for that woman to get out of the friend zone now you flip the script a man is in a friend zone with a woman there's a way out you say the right things, you catch her at the right time, you can get out the friend zone. Is it unlikely? Maybe. But the roads, the roads are reversed. Once I make up my mind, I'm not physically attracted to a woman, there's nothing she can do to make me attracted to her. Hmm. Right or wrong? Y'all got any women that's in the friend zone um, that you just, just, just would not smash? Yeah. Yes. Right. And it turns out we're not even friends anymore. <laughs> because we were friends here, here's the story we were friends for a long time we never um, crossed that line because, I'm sorry no, we never crossed that line uh, mostly because I was with somebody but after I broke up with that person yeah. she wanted to take things a little you know that boy serious and I just never could really see myself with her seriously right so when I made that clear to her it's like I just want to be friends she flipped on Left. me <laughs> she flipped on me she's like look I don't fucking I don't want you to cause I, I'm trying to explain to her look I don't want to lead you on right, I don't want right. you to like wait around for something that's not there and right. when I said that she okay, just flipped to lead you on. <laughs> no but again that, that's why I say once a man put a woman to a friend zone that door is closed sealed never to be opened mm-hmm. that's I mean right or wrong I mean, like, I mean, I if you're an asshole and want to just get some pussy, then yeah, you can open the friend zone. No, if you want to no, use them um, for sex. But then, then to, to me, if if you could do that, then they're not really all the way in the friend zone. You know what I'm saying? Once once I say a girl is friend zone with me, there's nothing. I'll go home and beat my meat <laughs> before you know what I'm saying. Before engaging in a sexual relationship with that with that lady, mm-hmm. just. There's you you do nothing for me. You cool? We can kick it. Me and this girl has kicked it several times. I hooked up with some of her friends and like I just don't. You, you do nothing for me. Mm. You cool people. You're a great person, but you <laughs> you won't ever see my penis. <laughs> I, th- I think we had a, a, a con- another conversation. I think it was out the podcast alone, or maybe it was on live where we said 
the way women handle being friends are friends on yeah the way men handle it is like fucking polar <laughs> like opposites. you said you friends on a woman she well fuck you do then and it's yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's what happens she <laughs> almost cuts my ass out I'm like I'm trying I'm doing you a favor right I'm being honest <laughs> and upfront with you right Right, yeah. it's like so. I'm damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right, it's like I'll, see, because uh, an asshole or like a user or whatever, he would just use up for sex. <laughs> Maybe one day, and not one day. <laughs> just lead her on the whole time. But I'm let's go on a friend, friend date. You like, pay. Look, <laughs> I feel you in that way. So can we just still be cool? And she just went off on me. It's like I'm a queen. I don't need you. She's just you know. I'm like we don't and we don't talk since it, ever ridiculous. since that happened. That is ridiculous. And it's and it's bogus. It's like, <laughs> and I think. Chris Rock, either Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle, it's like women are the only people that can make you feel bad for doing the right thing. Oh, oh no. And it's so true. <laughs> it's like I'm doing the right thing here. How you gonna get mad at me for that shit? I don't know. I don't but here, here's another hypocrisy though. If you tell a woman, like if a woman tells you, um, look, I don't wanna be, I don't want anything, I just wanna be friends, you're supposed to just accept that and be cool with that or you're a stalker. <laughs> right but if you tell a woman hey I don't want to take anything further you know they want to question you yeah and be like what's wrong with me right are you gay like uh, yeah, right a, are you gay person. what's wrong with you <laughs> I don't need you you ain't shit it's just like hold on I'm just you know what's the hypocrisy about hold on so you gotta you gotta think about being a woman I don't know I've never been a woman this is what I think mm-hmm. um, they get approached all the time right so to be told no Especially when it comes to a sexual favor, it's odd for them. There's so many dudes who are dying just to have sex. So many dudes in her DM, her fucking Facebook Messenger. I just want to eat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then here she go wanting to give you the pussy, and you tell her no. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Wait, what the fuck? What's right. wrong with you?" It's not just odd; it's an ego bruiser. <laughs> it's a it's an ego bruiser. To- I guess it's because uh, I asked my sister. Well, I, I was explaining to my sister how. The dynamics of the way why why women don't approach men, mm-hmm. and I was telling her like, I from since I was a kid, and like whatever fucking grade in grammar school that I was that I started being interested in girls, been getting rejected. Yeah, I asked her how many times have you approached a man and got rejected? She said zero, and I said why is that? She said because I've never approached. <laughs> and I was like, that's the difference between us. Like mm. women don't approach. That shit is. Not Have you ever had a woman approach you though? Yes. Yeah. And I was fine with it. It like, I mean, you yeah, I wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. used to it because I'm, I'm. No, it, it throw you off your game for sure. Uh, made me feel good. No, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 oh, bitch, you changed the game trying to talk to me? Right. Yeah, bitch. Was, exactly. <laughs> Let's like, go get wow. something to eat. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not going to wait on him. Let me just go on over. Like, you know what? I like that. For, for like a 0.5 of a second, I thought, maybe this wifey. <laughs> <laughs> and then that shit went past so quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, just. Hey, look, I, one of my proudest moments as a man, I was able to turn down pussy. I, it was it was I swear to God I drove home with the biggest smile on my face because I turned I turned I turned down some, some pussy mm-hmm. and it was like it was uh it was a girl I had sex with before mm-hmm. but we had crossed that bridge we was done with it right mm-hmm. uh we both had the conversation like look we ain't gonna do that shit no more you know and so I was kicking it with her and she got to touching the feeling I mean I was ready to go and I'm like no I told not only you I told myself that I wouldn't do this no more. And like I'm like, nah, you know what? I'm done. Like, I gotta go. She like, are you gonna leave? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, no, we we said we wasn't gonna do this shit no more. Mm-hmm. And here you are right now, you know what I'm saying? So I left, I'm like, ooh. 
this feel good. Right. Like, because, it, come on, we all know some guys who can't turn down pussy for their life of them. No. Life of them. No. I think they're just good self-control, too. Like, yeah. Like, the ability to, to say no. Like, for the most part, we got a whole life chasing it. And here I go, I got something thrown at me. And I was like, no, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I see, I've, see, I've been in situations where I've turned it down and they flipped on me. Yeah. It's like, they're Oh, no, she was mad. Playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, she was mad. I don't think I, got I all type called all types of pussies and shit. I yeah, <laughs> I don't think I directly turned. Down. I played oblivious. Oh yeah, so, so you smacked the tent down before it came. It just went right. over my head. I just played like it went over my head, even though I knew what was going on. All the sexual in the windows. It, 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 I, hmm. I just played stupid, <laughs> stupid in the window. <laughs> nah, I was well. I was so proud. I'm like, mama, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Right. I could do this. I can live this life as a man turn down pussy. Like, yeah, it's hard to do, man, but it's like I've seen situations where women get let on. Like that whole quote, you know, about a woman scorn, I don't even know the exact quote. Oh, hell, like, no, no fury kind of like a woman yeah, scorn. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell has some fury. <laughs> like, and I've seen people go through that kind of hell. I'm like, I don't I don't want that. Hold so on. Let so let me just <laughs> let me just tell the truth. Be like, look, we just friends, let's just be cool, but like I said, damned if you do, damned if you don't, because they flipped on me and went off on me. I'm like, what is the problem? You want to talk about a woman scorn? I was watching YouTube. I was watching this uh, these two guys, Auburn and Preach, um, and they were doing. They were talking to this lawyer, yeah. and the lawyer was, at first was just talking about how law school does not prepare you to practice law. They don't teach you how to make money as a lawyer. They don't teach you, you know, what I'm saying it's just basic shit. You pass the bar. It's like a foreigner passing the. Um, um, the Constitution. You know what I'm saying? Mm. As Americans, we couldn't pass that shit. But then these foreigners have to come in. And, so, like, that's that's what he equated law school to being like, right? Mm. Then he told this story about how, because uh, he's a, a divorce attorney. Right. He uh, represented this lady, called him, and goes, oh, um, I'm seek, seeking uh, past uh, child support from, you know, my ex-husband. Uh, and this lady had been remarried. She's married a millionaire, multimillionaire. You know, he does, she does not need the money. It's about 90 grand or something like that. Yeah, it's about 90 grand. Does not need the money. Uh, so she, she contacts his lawyer. They go to court and the lawyer to come find out, make the, the long story short, hmm. kind of find out she has been, so, you know, if you don't pay a child support, you go to jail. Right. Like, take him to court. He can't pay. He go to jail. She has been repeating this cycle for 12 years, sending this man to jail as much as she can for 12 years because she cheated when they was married. Yes. She's been married, got a good life, don't need this money. Don't matter. But hell knows no fury don't like matter, a bro. woman scoring 12 years. <laughs> if I was her husband, I would be concerned. Why are you so obsessed right. with this man that you're using my money <laughs> to pursue yeah. 90,000? I bitch, I would give you 100 grand to leave this man alone. Like, <laughs> Some people are just that evil. Like, it's, it just... It gets to a level where this is just, is just fucking evil. No, like some no people way. are just that vindictive. Like, I want you to suffer till the end of my days. You, you know what I thought immediately? She loved the fuck out of that man. She That's... can't forget him. She loved him so much, he has to be miserable because they're not together. I don't want I that guess, type of love. I, I don't. No, don't. Don't love me that hard. No, not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> don't love me that hard. <laughs> Because revenge and trying to hurt somebody, make sure they stay hurt. Yeah, that's not love, bro. Oh, that's just fuck. crazy. I mean, yeah, that's that's. Crazy. I mean, unless they did something that's just uh, forget just about beyond it. repair. Oh no, to me, 
Uh, I, I want to say forget about it, but 12 years, that's a long time. This yeah. man had moved to another state, so now she has to fly out of state to go to court for this man to make sure he go to jail. That's too much. It that's might too be. Much. It might. You might be that's, right. That's, it might be too much. That's love. love. Yeah. And yeah, if I were I'm her husband, sorry. I would be concerned. I'm like, what? But yes. <laughs> why are you? Why are you so concerned about it's this like, man being in jail? You should have been done with this. Why don't we just Fuck focus on us? Here. You know. Fuck out of here. You're obviously not over him. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what I think. Like you so concerned with this man that every time you get out, something in your head pops off. Let me file child support again to get this ninety grand. Right. He don't have it. That's why he going to jail. And like, <laughs> and it was like the dude looked so defeated. He was just yeah, like, I'm I sure don't have is. it. I'm ready sure to go to jail. Is, That's too but much. the judge kind of seemed like, yo, this is his twelfth time. Like, what? What is this? Right. Like, man. Yeah, okay, let me look this up. I didn't hear nothing about this. <laughs> I'll send it to you when we done. Um, what was the thing we was talking about? Oh, uh, somebody had made a status about why do women get upset when men ask them what they bring to the table? Because they feel like they should not. Huh? It was a video, whatever. So they get upset if men ask them what they bring to the table. Right. We all we all heard the arguments, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what do women bring to the table? And women be like, oh, I bring the table. Oh, I bring woo. And it's like, why are they? Uh, why are women so immediately to go into the defense or the attack when that question is brought up? Because historically, men are always asked that question, right? All right. And it's been the way like women can ask, you know, what do you bring to the table? What do you What do you make? What do you like? What do you this 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 this? But if you ask them, it's like a <laughs> Ego bruiser. It's like you can you know, this my pussy not enough? Me. No, this is about me. That's what she I'm said. quizzing no, no, you. That's what she that's what one of the girls said in the video. No. Not not directly, yeah, but yeah, yeah. she essentially assinuated what you just said. So so just for better context, when he asked the question, why do women get offended at at, at the at the question? Why do uh what do women bring to the table? The first thing that like literally before like soon as he was done with the census, her response was, Are you poor? And, and he was like, <laughs> and he was like, how, how, why, how does that answer the question? Right. And then the other two girls was like, uh, uh, something along the lines of like, uh, I don't know, it was a bunch of deflection. You got to see the video. It was a bunch <laughs> yeah. of deflection. Nobody was answering the question. It was uh, a little bit of I bring the table, a little bit of, you know, I make I, the table. I, I, I am, <laughs> or, or, or a little bit of, of, you approached me, but that ain't what the question was. <laughs> right. So it was it was a lot of bullshit, no answering the question. Even though she claimed she answered the question, she never did. I don't know, see. Well, see, man, some women feel like they're so much better than men, they don't have to be questioned. This is like, <laughs> I am who are you man. to question me what I bring to the table? It should be obvious. This is about you and what you bring. I know what I bring. Right. Some of them have that attitude, so That's they feel terrible. like they don't have to answer that question. That's, so, okay, so, hold on, so... I feel that it's a question that shouldn't be asked in the first place, right? Mm. I feel like it's something you should see in the other person, the value they bring to your life. Mm. Um, with the table being your life. This is not uh, Right. This is not a, a buffet table where we put all our stuff in the middle and we all go crazy. Let's let's not act like it's that. It's not. When you're when you're with someone, it's you know, you're taking some of them and adding it to you. And you're giving some of you and adding it to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least this is how I see it. So I don't necessarily, me personally, look at it like as a table. It's 
what value uh, could you add to me with me being the table? Um, and then and vice versa. What can I see myself adding to you? And it's not really just here's everything and you put everything there and we all just grab. No, mm-hmm. you're still your own personal person. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. Both of y'all could bring something to the table and still not be for each other. Right. So it's just like, <laughs> I can bring this, you can bring that. Both of y'all brought sides. Still not be together, right? <laughs> I mean, because I think people don't realize, like, that's that whole question is some internet shit anyway. Yeah. Like, you, nobody asking that shit in real life. I hope not. That's, 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 a, ter- sure. that's a terrible I'm question. Sure no, I, I, I mean, because of the internet, maybe probably now. now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe now yeah. they ask. They, oh, they ask. If, I, if I'm on a date and she asks, what do I bring to the table? I'm, I'm leaving the table. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, motherfucker. Right. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, when you first started dating your wife, y'all were, y'all had conversations to figure out whether this was. Long conversations. Right. So that's how you figure. You don't ask that dumbass question. Yeah, right. I'm like, right. is this a date or a job interview? I'm right. Like, Come on, man. Why do you want this job? Right. Because I have no job. Right. <laughs> I never believed. I never believed in the women just because it feels like an interrogation, man. It's just like, hold on, how do I know that you ain't shit? Don't right. Talk to right. Me like I ain't shit. Like, what do you bring to the table? So it should be an equal conversation. And if we decide that okay, this ain't gonna work, go your separate ways. But right. don't make it seem like I'm being interviewed or I'm on trial. Like you got, like you got your checklist and you're checking. Right. Like, fuck out of here. Right. Fuck out of here with like, that bullshit. They get you got a checklist for you, but uh, like oh, I do said, you, do you think they rightfully get um, upset when asked the question? I guess, or when the question comes up. Um, I wouldn't say rightfully. I, I feel like a you know a, a pompous, arrogant person would get upset. Yeah. Like should I you feel know? like if somebody who's humble would answer the question with no problem. Okay, what 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 do you say? Because um, I've heard some people say when they hear that question, they think instantly think material things, right? Mm-hmm. I would say, why do I need to bring? I mean, because we talking about two people who going on dates. They maybe it's their first or second date, right? That's I guess at, during those moments you wouldn't even ask that question because why should I bring anything to the table? I don't know you yet. Okay, but when then? Because if you're in a serious relationship, you should fucking know. Like, <laughs> at that point, you should fucking know what this person brings to the table. I think in the beginning, is if you're going to ask, that's when you ask. In the beginning, date one through three. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. four and five, the fuck, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Let's it's be a, honest. It's a very direct question. I guess I can see a little bit how some people might it's get offended, including women. Too, to, me, to me, at least. I feel like it's one of those I can see it both that, ways. I, I I just don't see the point of of asking that question in the, in, in that way. I feel like it's a like it, it should be enjoyable. That's not an enjoyable question. Right. If I'm asking you, like I don't be asking women their favorite color on dates. That's fucking stupid. I don't know. On, I mean, if I, I'll figure that shit out at some point. Right. <laughs> Let's have a conversation. See where you're mad at. Are you what, are you into certain things that I'm into? Right. Are you do you are you into something that I didn't know I could be into? Let's try that shit. But direct, what do I bring to the table? Like, like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relax. So I guess, like I'm, like I said, I, I guess I can see now how women could be offended. Because imagine how you, would, how you would feel being asked that question. I guess right. if a woman that was asked the question, it's like, what? What do you mean what I bring to the table? Right. So I guess it could be on both sides. Yeah. You right. know, because it's such a direct question. Like, hold on. That's, you know, why don't we finish this coffee first right. before you go? Because <laughs> I, I think it was... In resp- he was asking in response to women always asking that question. Like, mm, if you can ask okay. us, why do y'all get offended at? 
Right. Have we asked you the same question? And she never answered the question, right? I don't think she. I, thinking back, I don't think she. I think it was a bunch of deflection from the because it was like three, <laughs> three men, three women, and I okay. think the women just went off and was like, "Why you gotta ask?" <laughs> you can tell, you can, right. you, you can tell that they were. He, he. So I wonder. I wonder if they feel. Oh, this this might be just <laughs> a lack of not knowing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they feel. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to word it. Um, not capable of bringing anything important to the table other than vagina. You know what I'm saying? Well, I was going to say, maybe there was so much deflection because you don't bring shit to the table, <laughs> which is why you couldn't answer. Like, like, if I, I, I don't have anything you know, to bring to the table, I'm going to deflect like a motherfucker. Right, right. It's like, let's talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about food. Let's talk about this and this and that. Because I was, like I said, the first thing out of her mouth was, are you poor? Like, right, <laughs> which is a deflection. And, right, and I didn't understand, like, even if he was poor, he's he's asking you a question that you can easily say, this is what I bring to the table, A, B, C, and D, and you can, and then she could have flipped it and said, what do you bring to the table? She right. did none of that. She just said, are you poor? So I, like, I, I see somebody answer and go, oh, I bring love and support. I'm like, so do I. Uh, bitch, that's the legs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it has to be there for right. there to be a table. Like, I mean, that, I mean, that's something. That's a given. That's a, because most, a lot of people be, but, like, but but some I've seen people in relationships who don't have that and their relationships are shit <laughs> because y'all didn't have the love and support, <laughs> the caring, you know what I'm saying? Like the fuck like, <laughs> again, like, that, that's the building blocks. Yeah, it's all gotta be there. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, as far as that question is concerned, you know, like I said before, maybe they really didn't. Bring and maybe a table. lot of people ask questions they're not ready to answer themselves. Mm, yeah. And maybe that's what it was. That's yeah. why the quote, well, are you poor? It's like, that's not a fucking answer. <laughs> no. So it's like, be ready to answer your own questions. And they probably weren't ready. Whew. So Them hard truths, boy. <laughs> Looks in the mirror. Ah, damn. Turn the light off. Give, give me club lights. Right. <laughs> it's like if you write down a bunch of a bunch of questions and they come back on you with your, with your own shit. It's like, wait a minute. This ain't about me. Bitch, I asked uh, you. <laughs> I was ready for you to answer these. I'm not ready for the answer. You can't ask the question back. Jeez. <laughs> right. So. Anything else to add? You anything else to add? No? Oh, that's, that's it. Um, so one of the last things I want to bring up um, before we turn the cameras on, I showed you the video of Shannon Sharp um, saying that to get to a level of greatness, um, there is no balance. That's pretty much what he said, right? I'm summarizing here. Uh, he said, there's, there's no balance. You have to be all the way in, nothing else. You heard it. Would you say that's a correct synopsis? I mean, I wouldn't say there's no balance. I believe if you're achieving greatness, then there was a lot of balance. Yeah. Nah, and you I, did it well. You know what I mean? Because you have to, there's no, you have to be disciplined. You have to be motivated. You have to work your ass off. Yeah, we should go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'll bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, to be great. Like Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. Like I, I read uh, Mike Tyson's training regimen back in the day when he was younger, and I'm like, holy shit, that's discipline. But I'm sure that was, you know, play time and then training time. But I think training had to be like 80-20 to personal life. All right, man. You, you. So you just have to find a balance, bro. That's all it is. With Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, they definitely found a balance. So I don't agree with that. I hear that. If you want to be great, skip letting people like, you need a balance in your life. Not if you want to be great. There is no balance to greatness. 
Because I can promise you, anybody that's ever extended up here, forget sports, forget, I'm talking about life in general, I'm, there is no balance. There's no balance. It, it, you have to pay a severe price. Yes. That can affect your personal life, your home life. Absolutely. It's what is required. All time. If you want to be great, skip people like you be the balance. All right. So I hate hearing them say skip. Skip. <laughs> skip. Skip. <laughs> like, please call that man something else. Skip. Um, no. So y'all, y'all heard it, right? So I, I strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Because what I hear, quite honestly, and I said this for the third time, I hear Thanos. <laughs> when Gamora asked this man, you got what you wanted, and what did it cost? My man said everything. What? Where's the balance? Right? Mm. He lost, ended up losing at the end because you lost everything. You, He lost himself within that. You know what I'm saying? So, it has to be some balance. And, you know, then people, you know, want to be like, oh, Kobe mentality. Like, Kobe didn't have what three three girls four four he was still a dad you know what i'm saying yeah. he was all he was always more than kobe fucking bryant but right. w- but when it was time to turn it on right mama mentality i get that i get that wholeheartedly so i guess if you consider when he had the girls he had the the oldest girl was born in 2003 so he, he had by that time he had reached you know the height of being Kobe Bryant. Right. So I would I don't like not knowing Kobe or his wife. Like, was he all? How was he before the children? So was he? The only thing I could really equate it to is comedy, right? Mm-hmm. I do comedy and I, I want to be great at it. Yeah. I do not think I have to lose myself in comedy to be one of the greats. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, right? There's a hustle. There is most definitely a hustle. Where you go hit mics, where you go do shows, mm-hmm. where you have to sit down and write, where you have to sit down and get better. Yes, there's there is a hustle to the art form, right? Uh, same thing I, I could equate to sports. You go to practice, you do your own stuff, you eat healthy, you know what I'm saying? You do your own personal workouts and all, all the other stuff. And when it's game time, you zoned in, you could do that. But they all have an off season where they ain't doing shit for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then on, on days where there's no practice, there's no games. They're home with their family. They they fly back and you you get back to it. There is balance in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't see how they could even <laughs> begin to say that. Now, is there too much play? Yes, you can most definitely <laughs> because they they always say even the best talent ain't shit without hard work. Right. You got hard all the talent, talent in the world. Yeah. You can be the funniest person in the world, but you don't want to hit no open mics. Right. What, you just want to only do shows? How the fuck can I find out who you are? Right. You know what I'm saying? Funniest writer in the world. But you don't want to let nobody see what you wrote? Mm-hmm. What? Nah, hard work. It, take, it takes yeah. some hard work with talent. But uh, what they say, hard work beat talent. Motherfuckers who ain't that talented, but go practice every day, and they still was not obsessed with it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you cannot lose yourself to a craft. No. You can't. Then you go crazy. You bro. go crazy. <laughs> you go crazy. Absolutely fucking crazy. That's why the method actors always go crazy. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Method. And I'm an actor too. So when yeah, I yeah, explain method method acting. Method acting. Uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, method acting. No. Um, 
pretty much basically that's when you just a little too much into it that's that's when you stay in character off screen to me right like method actors they gain whatever weight they need to gain they grow whatever hair they need to grow and they stay in character even off screen and it messes with your personal life and I, I don't have a specific actor to talk about but I've Heath heard Ledger. stories yeah Heath Ledger I mean yeah some people Cent did it one time yeah. for that the movie we lost all that weight Christian yeah. Bale Christian Bale he lost a bunch of weight so I understand like people want to really get into these characters and I do too but not to the point where it affects my personal life and I lose my mind because people have done that yeah so method acting can be dangerous Johnny Depp yeah he done yeah. it uh, what's the what's the, uh, what's the what's his name I don't want to be like alright 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 Matthew uh, McConaughey yeah. Yeah, he did it one time too. Yeah, yeah. well they well they changed it. Don't don't call me my real name. Call me my, no, that's, my script yeah, name. That's a little too much. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Yeah, but no, that's we having tacos. Fred, right? Yeah, and I've heard stories. I got, and I've been around these kind of people. I'm like, let me just keep my distance. It's yeah, not that serious, yeah. But. No, that's, you can't lose yourself into your craft. You're still a person. Don't get me wrong. You can most definitely be ten toes down. You mm-hmm. can be all the way in it. I get that. Like I, I can hit up a mic every night if I wanted to. Yeah. Every seven days a week, I can go hit a mic, two, three a night. But then, like, come home, go to sleep, go to work, do it all over again. What life is left, right? Right. So then, when I do finally reach the heights that I want to, I've missed out on the courting. I missed out on building friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I only got people who are around me, maybe for in, for a reason, for intent. You know what I'm saying? So how? Again, you need that balance. Like you said, Kobe, we didn't we didn't we don't see what they do out off the cameras in the gym, right. all the stuff. But I he had his wife. Mm-hmm. He had time to get caught up in a scandal. You can't <laughs> So like you know what I'm saying? So you you can't you can't tell me that there's no balance. You can't tell me I have to be all in or all out. Like, no. Yeah. There's certain instances where you do have to, you know, commit and do some shit, but it's maybe he meant you can't give your craft. 50% like you have to when you're working on your craft you have to give that shit 100% and that part I agree but not to the point where you miss out on everything else right but like Kobe Sacrifice Kobe Michael Muhammad Ali they found great balance which is why they became great great bro so it's like <laughs> there has to be a hard work aspect but it's like dude I'm not gonna work hard 20 I can't sleep at all you're at all like when I when I listen to motivational speakers like you know what you can't sleep you can't like you wanna be you wanna sleep you, you, know. <laughs> you broke. You can't sleep. I'm like, then I don't want to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I gotta sleep sometime. I'm nah, sure see, Bill Gates got some sleep sometime, bro. Yeah, basically, what he, what, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, the dude that was in the video. What's his name? Shannon. Yeah. So he sounded like he was pushing hustle culture, and that shit is not healthy at all. Right. Yeah. If you all go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Uh, well, I'm gonna stop and smell the flowers. Fuck! You rise right. to the top and don't know how you got there. Right, because you got those people like, uh, oh, you sleeping eight hours a, a, a night, you ain't gonna get nowhere. Like, right. right, bitch, that's healthy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but see, here's the thing, man. You got people out there who work their ass off and really do lose sleep and still don't achieve certain things. Right, like this guy. And still here. lose all this stuff. Right, still so sacrifice all that stuff. So there's gotta be a balance, bro. It's gotta be. I. Bro, if y'all if, if you have a difference of opinion, please comment. I would love to hear it. If y'all think I'm wrong, think we're wrong about this, that you have to be all the way in, I would love to hear it more in depthly um on how anybody could think that's 
a good thing. <laughs> I just I just don't see it. It's it sounds like you said hustle culture. Uh, if done improperly, is extremely dangerous uh, to mm. your mental. Uh, your physical too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. with the mental goes the physical. You know what I'm saying? As your brain deteriorates, so shall your body. Like, <laughs> uh, anything else? What, what else? Um, I mean, that's it. I can plug a few. I can. Well, as you can see, you know. Hold on, wait, wait for the end. I got you. Uh, okay. All right. So. <laughs> So at the end of every episode, I ask a few questions. Okay. Um, if you could pick one for life, tacos or wings? Free for life. Wings. Wings. All day. Any specific ones? Um, I like them plain so I can control how my sauce gets done. <laughs> <laughs> Drums. Uh, guitar. Or flats. Flats. Wings. I thought you went to. <laughs> I thought you was talking about music. Was like no, drums or something like, Oh yeah, drums. like like you know I like drums, but I put guitar. <laughs> so I, you know what? I prefer the drums. Jump? Okay. Yeah, flats okay. a little yeah, you know. Um you got any you be, any believe in any conspiracies? You got any hot takes? Are you a flat um, earther? I must like show me and I'll and I'll believe it. But you can <laughs> conspiracy theory all day, bro. I'm not saying none of them are true. I'm sure there's some that are, are accurate. You got any you believe in? Any that you've been shown, you go, huh. I can't say I have, bro. Cause I like I like fucking with the flat earthers, man. Yeah, we go. We need to do an all flat earth. That's the uh, dumbest uh, one. Episode, episode. Nah. Listen, I I think it's fucking stupid too, but I still got. I questions. love. I, 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 I still want to talk to him. I want to do the whole episode about flat earth. <laughs> I, I I love the 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 aspect of it, right? The the mental will it takes to come to that conclusion, <laughs> like <laughs> that's one way to put it, I guess. But like it's, it's always So one got me It got me thinking mm-hmm. About how uh, We don't see The sunlight Sunlight rays From the sun But any other Light that you see In pure darkness You can see Where it goes mm-hmm. Like if you turn off All the lights And had a flashlight You can see the beam Of light from the flashlight How come we don't see Like the beam of light From the sun When it hits the moon You know what I'm saying If, if, yeah. if the moon Only glows Because of the sun How come we don't see The ray You know what I'm saying Okay. And then they say space is completely dark, but the sun we get we can see the light from the sun, but right. Mm. So shouldn't shouldn't space be bright? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's something to talk about, right? So it's like it's like, huh? You know that kind of if if any of this bullshit is true, that that shit makes sense. (laughs) Um. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Plug away. Okay. Well, uh, my. Instagram handle is mhendrix1. Look me up. Um, I actually started up a show again called Wheel Talk. Um, I also have a TikTok page, mhendrix24, or you can look me up on Facebook under uh, Marcus Davis Hendrix. Uh, friend or Meta, my bad. And, uh, yeah, look me up on Meta. And um, yeah, but I have shows coming up. You can catch me on Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and I'll be on 61st Street coming up. Um, y'all can follow me on all social media platforms Simply just will uh, Make sure y'all follow Created by Curtis You wanna do the plug? You finna give out a hoodie? Uh, no No? Y'all wanna do that right now? Uh, Cause I don't, I, I've been giving out a lot of hoodies So I don't think I'm giving out no more hoodies We, I, I'll purchase one Alright, how about this? Alright, so no, 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 What I'll does say- your hoodie bring to the table? <laughs> <laughs> the <Warm>. cloth <laughs> <laughs> No, what? but uh, uh, com is where you can buy the hoodie. If you see Will, he has one on right now. Exclusive. This one ain't out yet. Nope. Yeah, but uh, that might be, I'm, I'm inching between that one and that blue and red one. Putting those out. I like the blue but and red. I'll figure that shit out next week. <laughs> Yo, um, 
we filming by by the time this come out, we've been on film the Will, Will of the Denise. Least. So look for uh Don't look for it soon. We got other shit. We Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a little while, but we we're gonna film what three episodes of that? Bro, I'm thinking about taking some more days off just so I can finish this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we've been busy. We working, y'all. Uh, we finna get. We gonna get back to the skits. So be looking out for more of them. Uh, anything else we need to plug? I got a show tonight. Well, y'all gonna go see this tonight, but <laughs> um, every Monday, come out to Riddle's Comedy Club. You can hear me and Marcus do some jokes for the free. Get, come see us now before you gotta pay for real, for real. I ain't comping none of y'all tickets. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> November fifteenth, I'll be a headline at Riddle's Comedy Club as well. November 15th? Yes. November 15th. What day is that? Uh, that's on Monday. That's a Monday? Oh, that's uh, Four Pieces of Laughter? Yeah. All right. Yeah. November 15th on a Monday. Come before my open mic. You can see Marcus Hendricks go crazy in front of the crowd, headlining. That means he get more time than everybody else. I really uh, won't. I really won't. But I'll see what I can do. I'll give you some more time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no control over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Promises, promise, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Anything? Anything? Uh, that's it, man. Just thank you for having me, man. Thank I'm you. happy. Nope. Thanks for coming through. And we Appreciate out. It. Thank you. Oh, my God.